and be glad in it. We're going to rejoice and be glad in it. When I log in to Facebook, just trying to log in now. We'll be getting started shortly.
uh, had to protect us around our homes, around our kids throughout the day as they travel to the week. We pray, God, for all those who have been struggling in their faith and struggling, God, in everything that they've been doing. And we believe you, God, that your mighty hands and your excellent work are going forward to help us through our grief, to help us through our, uh, some who are depressed. Uh, pray for deliverance out of depression and deliverance out of anxiety and deliverance out of addiction right now in the name of Jesus. We celebrate, God, that the people take a one step, two steps, or ten steps, twelve steps. We pray that the first step that they make is towards you. We thank and praise you, God, for our service yesterday, for the celebration and the, the, just the word that went forth yesterday to help to encourage somebody to keep pressing on in their goals and their faith and their beliefs. So we thank and praise you for that. God, we glorify you this morning. We magnify you this morning. We ask you to speak into this moment where people are right now, to speak into their finances, to speak into their faith, to speak into their future, to speak into their, their relationship, to speak into every area of their lives that will cause them to service and cause their focus to be expanded. We thank and praise you for it. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
um, you, how can I put it, you limit yourself. Glory to God. So, the enemy is trying to get you to um, buy into his theories. Good morning, Elder. Um, so, the fight, if we're going to move forward, we've got to fight forward. Literally fight forward. You have to fight your way forward because it's going to be a fight. But it's not going to be the fight that you're used to. It's not a human, mere physical fight. But there's warfare that you're going to have to have in your mind. And the mind is the place to start. If we change how we think, we will change how we live. Uh, I, I did a whole teaching on this a few months ago. Um, I, I got to re-pull uh, that stuff up. But if we change how we think, we change how we live. So the words we hear infiltrate our mind, and what, whatever we rehearse in our hearing dominates our thinking. That's principle number one. If anybody's been with me any length of time, they know that I, be, I teach that principle over and over again. What's rehearsed in your hearing dominates your thinking. And the things that are in your thoughts uh, control your actions. You, you don't act on nothing. You act on your actions. You act on what your thoughts are. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You become your thoughts. So if you're going to move forward, you have to have forward thinking. Um, people talk about forward thinking. You can't have backward thinking. You cannot have thinking that limits you. So you have to overthrow and destroy strongholds. Glory to God. And a stronghold, I was, I was looking at one definition, it says a place where a particular cause or belief is strongly defended or upheld. Uh, and so the enemy has these strongholds of beliefs. It's defended. He tries to defend his way of believing things and his way of seeing things. And, and that's why Romans 12 and 2, be not conformed to this world, this age, this system of thinking, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. This world system is a stronghold. It is defended, and they try to make you feel like you have to adhere to the world's way of thinking and seeing things in perspective. You can't do that. You can't do that. Uh, glory to God. You can't do that. You have to believe God uh, for what he says and what he instructs us. And that's what the Bible says in the book of Philippians, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So you have this constant fight going on. And uh, my mom and I used to talk about this all the time, having those kind of thoughts that you would never do, but they're in your mind, and you, you're warring against them. And, you know, you get them. They just, the enemy just sows seeds of, of thoughts. And if that's anybody on this call or watching right now, can you signify that by just uh, clicking a thumb up or saying amen to that, that you know what we're talking about? You know exactly what we're talking about when we say you have these thoughts that the enemy tries to put in your mind, thoughts of destruction, thoughts to take you out, thoughts to hurt you, thoughts to hurt your family, and you don't know where they came from. You have to fight against them, thoughts to harm you, thoughts of depression, thoughts of anxiety. When you're in a good place, you have these thoughts, and the enemy is bringing them there, and he is trying to defend them and trying to make sure they stand up against you. We have to learn how to fight. Glory to God. The enemy, the um. The enemy is after us with these strongholds. Um, addiction is a stronghold. To believe that you need something more than you, it makes you feel like you need it to survive, whether it's pornography, whether it's alcoholism, whether it's drug addiction, whether it's gambling, whatever the addiction is, it is not coming from God. It is coming from the enemy. Glory to God. You literally just finished praying about this. Amen. So you have to understand that, that he um, is trying to make you 
but he's trying to cause his thoughts to become your thoughts. He's trying to force them into your way of thinking. But the Bible says, be not conformed to that. The Bible says, verse 5, um, in so much as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God, these things that the enemy puts in your mind wants you to water down your value and worth of God. These things the enemy places in our minds, these strongholds, these addictions, want to make us believe that, that we can't live without these things, and God is not all that we could ever need or imagine. He is. God is all of that. Glory to God. We have to shift our thinking. We have to believe God. Uh, we have to lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ. So that, that now you have a fight in your thought life. You have a fight in your thought life. The thoughts the enemy has, and then Jeremiah 29:11, the thoughts that God has towards you, thoughts of good to bring you to an expected end. So there is a, 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 a thoughts of great expectation for you, and thoughts of destruction for you. The enemy brings those thoughts of destruction to make you feel like you have to be in bondage because sin is bondage. Sin is bondage, and a sinful lifestyle is bondage. The enemy wants you to live in, a, in bondage. He wants you to be bound to him, to operate in this system, to operate significantly below your potential, significantly below your aptitude, significantly below your gifting. But God wants you to operate severely above your gifting, significantly above uh, or to, to meet and exceed your potential. So you have these conflicting thoughts in your mind. Um, And some thoughts the enemy brings tries to compel you to do things that you know are out of character, to compel you to do things that you know will destroy your family or destroy your your finances, to compel you to do things that causes you to uh, be lagging in an area. That's what the enemy does. God's thoughts are to make you better. The enemy's thoughts are to make you bitter. God's thoughts are to make you better. His thoughts... um, that he says he has towards you are thoughts, good thoughts, thoughts of your future, thoughts of faith. We walk by faith. So the word of God comes to our lives and through the, through the preaching and teaching of God's word. When it infiltrates our hearing, it goes into our thoughts. And our thoughts are what we meditate on and what we um, begin to develop. So I said this other day, it is what seed do you want to allow into your thinking? Um, because they are going to pass by, right? All these seeds of thought are going to come to you. It is what you decide to receive and what you decide to reject. And can I tell you the reason why you're not further along is because you've been receiving the enemy's seeds and rejecting God's seeds? And sometimes it's consciously, sometimes it's unconsciously. Sometimes you just, you know, your trigger is, I, can't, I don't believe God wants that for me. I don't believe God really wants that for me. God wants that for other people. But I, I'm not worthy of that. I've done too much wrong in my past. I've lied too much. I've cheated too much. Even though I repented from it, I, I, God is not going to do that for me. And then thought, the thought that God thinks towards you is you're forgiven. Glory to God. We're sitting about grace that much more abounds. You're the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. That you are better than that. That you are greater than that. So these conflicting thoughts, the enemy uh, thoughts and God's thoughts, you have these seeds, and you have to decide on a daily. Can I, can I just instruct you in this area? It's a very daily thing. It's a daily thing that you have to bring the right thoughts. And the Bible says, lead every thought and purpose away 
captive into the obedience of Christ. So you have to begin to bring your thoughts toward your purpose and bring them captive and, and, and captivate your thoughts and captivate your focus. Can I put it this way? Who has your focus? Because it, I, we give focus to certain thoughts. If we want to go out there and binge and all that kind of stuff, our thoughts give us focus, so we begin to focus on how to accomplish what I'm thinking. But in uh, contrast, if we are thinking about, or oh, God has given us thoughts and ideas towards our business, now we're thinking, and our actions should be, and that should correspond, should be coming up with a business plan, writing them down, looking at my needs. What, what am I lacking to perform this business plan? What am I lacking to perform the vision? What provision do I need? Lord, let me pray for it, and Lord, let me gather it. Let me gather the raw materials. Let me go get them, and let me build it. Listen, when God gave Noah the instructions on the ark, he gave it to him with very specifics, told him the type of wood to buy, how long, how tall to build it, how many pins to put in it, um, where, where to put the window at, how to make the roof. Uh, he told him how many, how many uh, tiers to make it, how many floors to make it, how many levels to make it. He told him all of that stuff. He told him what to expect. God told him everything, but it was Noah's job to go get the wood, the right kind of gopher wood, the right kind of of uh, bitumen to steal it, the right the, the right uh, to to measure it the right way, to know how to measure it. So can I tell you something? God's going to tell you how to get the resources. He's going to tell you what resources to get, but it's going to be up to you to get the resources. It's going to be up to you to go to class. It's going to be up to you to go to college. It's going to be up to you to go to training. It's going to be up to you to have the meetings, to set the meetings up with the proper people. It's going to be up to you to memorize your elevator speech, to know how to present your your vision to the person who's going to give you the money. It's all up to you. You have to do the will of God. God gives us what to do, but then we have to do what he gives us. And if we don't do what he gives us, guess what? We won't have what he wants for us. So your actions have to line up with your thoughts. Your thoughts have to be aligned with God's word. And your, when your thoughts are aligned with God's word, then the methods of your actions God will reveal to you when you meditate on that word day and night. How many of you have ever really thought and pondered on what God says for your life and what God plans for your life? And as you pondered it, as you thought about it, guess what? You began to burst or you begin to have a harvest on that seed. And the beginning of the bloom of the harvest is the vision. How do I do this? What connections do I need to make? What people do I need to talk to? What um, books do I need to read? The Lord will give you all of that. And then he'll allow you to hone in on your gift, to begin to develop your gift. And it all begins in your thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. It all begins in how, begins in how you think. If you have the right thoughts, you'll have the right actions. Because your thoughts become beliefs. Your beliefs become behavior. Your behavior become actions. Your actions will tell me what you're, you know, who you are. It's your character. Your character gets developed through your actions. I see who you are based on how you act. And I know what you believe based on how you act. And I know what you think based on what you believe. And I know what you're listening to based on what you're thinking. It's simple. What's rehearsing your hearing dominates your thinking. What dominates your thinking inhabits your heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You respond based on what you believe. So the Bible says we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and proud and lofty things that set itself up against the true knowledge of God that's, that, that is an enemy or an antithesis to God's word. Things that are against God's word, you know it. 
So you have to lead your thoughts or your focus back into the places of purpose and obedience to God's word. Because that's the only way you're really going to fulfill the call of God on your life. That's the only way you're really going to see the fruit being blossomed through your life. That's the only way. If, if you and I can bring our focus back to our purpose and begin to focus on that, instead of focusing on things that really don't matter, how many of us have really begin, have, have lost focus? Glory to God. You've lost focus. You, you, start to fo- you start to focus, but then you, you get off track. Whether it's a cluttering of your mind, which, which is another one of the enemy's tricks to give you so many different thoughts that you will get confused, that you have to think yourself clear. So you have to unclutter your mind to begin to bring the focus into, you know, because some of us are really unfocused, to be honest with you. I've, we've all suffered, amen, guilty. We've all suffered through seasons of being unfocused. And it's frustrating because we know we could do better but we haven't brought the focus in in the areas of our purpose. When, but whenever you watch this, whenever you focus on your purpose, God has opened doors for you. You've seen doors open for you. When I focus on, on teaching and preaching and focus on vision um, and development and I focus on winning, so listen, every time we focus on something, God brings it to pass. We focused on really giving. I didn't really entertain too much meetings. I had other meetings, but my focus was on people, encouraging people to give, building relationships for people to give. And what did they do? They gave. And what did we do? We broke records. We did in three weeks what, we, what, it, what we've never done in 20 years. Acceleration happens when you focus. Focus gives you precision. And precision gets results. You and I have to be more precise in how we attack our future, how we march toward our victory. We have to be precise in it. And our our thinking has to be more precise. I'm challenging you to really get into this place of bringing your focus of your thoughts to a place of purpose and obedience in Christ Jesus. Yes, crazy, amazing results. Yes. Bring your focus of thought. I don't, if you're a writer and you have to write things down, set your journal up for, for focus. You know, get it, you know, you know, I used to have those three-subject binders. I'm not saying you do a journal like that, but you can shift your journal like that. Bend the page back and let yourself know and put a label on it. This is where this part of my, my journal is. This deals with my personal life, uh, which is my health. Um, you know, my mental thoughts, my relationship. This is my relationship part of my life, your journal. This is my business part of my life, my journal. This is my spiritual part of my life. You dissect your journal up into areas of or categories of your life that are most important, the four basic categories that you like the most important. And if you do that, you begin to write down the things. You begin to write down vision. You can focus, Lord. On Mondays is going to be my self-help day. Today I really think about the vision of my body, the vision of my life, the vision of my mind, you know, what I need to read and what I need to do, what I need to build my temple. Uh, day two, Lord, give me what you what you want from me for my relationships, you know, my marriage relationships, or if I'm dating, my, my relationships, who am I dating, why should I be dating, who should I be dating, uh, <coughs> parenting. 
am I parenting right? Am I active in my kid's life? What do I need to do this week? Uh, what do I need to do helping my parents? You know, I'm helping my parents. Um, I'm, a, I'm a person who has a, I'm a home giver. I'm, I'm, a, uh, I'm a caregiver for my parents. Business. Lord, I want to start a business. I don't know how to. Let me Lead me to the books. Start write, reading books about how to begin a business if you really feel called to be an entrepreneur and to have your own business. And then um, your faith. Lord, I want scriptures today. What am I meditating on? Let me go through the scripture. What areas am I dealing with? What scriptures can help me to fulfill those other three areas? So doing those things like that brings focus to your life. And it and it, it keeps you planted. Hey, Amen. Pray God for that, Alicia. Um, so you want to be planted in the right direction. You want to be focused in the right direction. You're going to march towards victory. It requires a level of focus. The Bible says where there is no vision, the people perish. And can I go even further than that? Where you don't have a focused vision, the people perish because it will be blurry and you won't be able to have all the right details. You need details. So you need focus in that vision. Um, it, the people might not perish if the vision is, is blurry, but it might take them longer to get there. So I want to get you to a place where you see the vision moving on your behalf, and you begin to see things come together because you brought the focus back in the place that it belongs. A lot of things take our, I mean, worry, well, that's why negative meditation is worrying. Worrying is, is a, a, it gets you unfocused. When you're meditating on negativity and you're thinking about the wrong things, not that you have problems to deal with and you don't ever focus on your problems. Yes, you look at your problems, you look at what you're struggling with, and you come up with solutions for them. That's the, that is the long and the short of it. Don't look at your problems and complain about your problems only. Don't look at your problems and worry about your problems and just think about how more bad they are and the more you think about it, the more, ba- the more bad they seem. No, I think about my problems and I think about the solution. The problem is only a spark for, opportunity, for God to give you an opportunity to solve it. Thinking about that problem should only spark the solving mechanisms in your life. God, how do I solve the problem? Well, you know what? I'm only going to spend so much time thinking about this because if I begin, there is a there is a distinct difference between thinking about a problem and worrying about a problem. To think about it means I spend some time on it thinking about how do I solve this problem. But the moment I get frustrated, the moment I start getting myself down, the moment I start getting more into worry territory, I stop. I'm about to help you. I'm really helping you today. Stop. Stop and pray. Lord, forgive me for, for getting to a place of worry. Give me clarity. If it's not today that I can figure this out, I will sleep on it and not think about it like that. I will not think about it to the place of worry. I will I will begin to hear your voice and let, allow you to give me clear instructions on how to get out of it. Because evidently, today is not the day I can focus on it. I have to guide. Evidently, I must have other higher priorities that you're giving give me revelation on. I truly believe God will give you revelation in some areas of focus. He'll, he'll have you look at a problem, and you look at the problem and say, you know what, this problem is overwhelming. I don't want to deal with it um, right now. And that's good. That's okay. Get, get some distance away from it, because sometimes distance gives you perspective. You're able to see it in a different light. Amen. You're able to see it in a different light, and that different light will cause you to um, sometimes shining light on the situation will show you the the cracks in the armor or will show you the areas of weakness that you need to address. Amen? Amen. 
this good. I'm, I'm just, you know. I'm just getting my, my win this morning. Just getting my second win. Or my first win this morning. This is helpful. This is helpful. Let me see some thumbs up and some hearts. Amen. Glory to God. So this is what we're going to do. This week, you're going to attack your thoughts. You're going to start dealing with your thoughts. Amen, y'all. Um, so I want you to start attacking those thoughts, right? So start organizing your thoughts. Start rejecting the thoughts that are not from God. Start rejecting the thoughts that are not from God. Start accepting the thoughts that are from God. And as God gives you thoughts, as you get divine downloads, write them down. Write the vision. Make it plain. Write it on your tablet. Write it in your phone. Wherever you need to write it, organize it and add to it daily. Amen. Attack those thoughts. Yes, yes, yes. Organize your thoughts. Organize your thinking. And you will get greater results. You will get greater results. So you need to watch this. Maybe you need to watch this again um, and get some clarity on it. I gave you some principles. And this week is going to be a great week. We just have to be focused, fully focused, and believe in God for it, for results. Amen. You're so welcome. Operation attack mode. Go ahead, y'all. Look at y'all. Listen. See how you do. You begin to get those thoughts, man, and and get inspired. Attack those thoughts. I feel like um, a total body, a total makeover, uh, a extreme makeover. Move that bus. Attack those thoughts. So put this stuff together, right? It's your week. It's the beginning of your week. Get focused. Get firm. Get it together. Make it happen. So grateful to you guys for all that you do. Glory to God. Amen. Oh, my gosh. God is an all-time God. Uh, so many people, guys, if you, if you haven't been reading it, and, and, and some of you haven't, I mean, I've only been listening to the prayer call line, um, so many people are saying that this is what they've been struggling with. Someone said 30 seconds before they called, they were struggling with this. Somebody else said um, they were just praying about this before they called. So this is really timely for so many people. So I'm so grateful that God would give me a word to give you in due season. Uh, we're working out some things uh, this week. Uh, we're having several meetings with leaders and really reorganizing how we do ministry. Very excited about it, man. I am so amped up about it and amped up about what God is doing in this season for our ministry. So I want to encourage you, stay connected to us. You're welcome, daughter. Stay connected to us and watch how God begins to help you as you begin to, to make this journey towards victory, you begin to march toward it. You're, at, you're in the right place at the right time, connected to the right ministry. Just know that. Don't let the devil trick you and move you out of your position, out of your level of authority. Um, and if you want to continue to help to really advance what we do on Power Burst, we have so many. God, give me so much vision moving forward, so many things I want to do. Um, I tell you all the time, the only thing that challenges us is resources, but I know we have passed the point of, of worrying about that. We are in the point of expecting people to help to connect and continue to push us forward. So if you feel led or moved to sow and to share a seed on Power Burst, we haven't really been asking you to do that lately. It's been really focused on Impact Church, um, which is good. But if you feel led to sow into Power Burst, please, uh, you know, if it's a small seed, $3, $5, $10, $20, $100, $1,000, $1 million, 
you know, small seed to one person, small seed to another, or however this is helping you. You believe this is helping you. You want to sow. This is you don't have to, but if you feel led to sow, please click on one of the links on the description. Um, if you don't feel led to sow and you just want to enjoy it, go ahead. Enjoy the word. Enjoy the message. Put it to work and watch your results. I can't wait to see more testimonies. I get inboxed at least one testimony a week, at least one testimony a week, and the testimonies are so powerful. I read one last night. Um, you know, I got a little choked up by reading it and seeing what God is doing. And I'm telling you guys, people are getting massive results by the word. You know, I, I don't take credit for it. The only thing I said is I said yes to God, and I'm the vessel he's using to push you forward. So I believe in God for you to move forward. I believe in God for you to really conquer um, uh, these strongholds that the enemy has been trying to pull your focus away to. But you're about to devastate them in Jesus' name. So share with us uh, your prayer time. Uh, if you want to share your treasure, you can. If you want to share your time, your talent, whatever the Lord leads you, however the Lord leads you, stand with us, stay connected with us. Know that I love you all. I'm praying for you all. I'm believing God for you all. And let's live to impact. Good morning. Morning. How you guys doing? Morning. Fine. Good. How about you? Good. It was rough getting up this morning. Oh my goodness. Me too. It's a little rough getting up this morning. Yesterday was a long day, so. Yeah. Oh uh, man. But I want you guys to enjoy your day. Uh, any questions before I let you go? Once, twice, thrice. All right. I love you all. Have a blessed day, and let's listen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.